like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the Word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajima Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today episode father we give you glory even this morning all the glory belongs to you yes, Lord. no man on earth should give glory to himself Jesus. all the glory belongs to you Father, we give you glory, we give you praise, we exalt and magnify your name even this morning, even for how far you have brought us as a family, for how far you have brought us as a church, for how far you've brought us as individuals. Lord, we say that glory and honor be unto your name. We thank you for glorifying your name once again, even in our midst this morning. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Let the people of God shout a big amen. Amen. The title of my message this morning is Reaping a Harvest. Reaping a Harvest. Galatians chapter 6, the verse number 7. The Bible says that do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For what, whatever one sows, that he will reap. The New King James says that do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that he also will reap. Sit down on your enemy's head, palandociously, without any apology. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. We are talking about uh, reaping a harvest this morning. Uh, that's the title of my message, Reaping a Harvest by the Special Grace of God. Now, you, you notice that the writer of the scripture says something. He says that, uh, do not be deceived, for God is not what? God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that is what he will reap. Hallelujah. You see, life is governed by laws. And every law that governs life works accordingly. Hallelujah. There are laws even governing this life. And some of the laws that we have even governing life is the law of promotion. And the law of promotion states that you can only be promoted by somebody whose instruction that you have followed. Hallelujah. And then we have the law of reproduction that says that, you see, you can only reproduce something of your kind. Hallelujah. And so that's why we say, say, Hallelujah. Yes, it's a whoop, we remember what boom washa, shawadan, shawase. And so, because your, your, your asil is a replica of your wife, hallelujah. And so, if you want to see your wife 50 years from now, look at your mother in law, hallelujah. And, 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 and. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Amen. And so there are laws that governs life. And then we have another law, the law of seed that reveals that whatever that is in your hand will create anything that you want it even in future for you. Whatever that you have in your hand. Hallelujah. And then we have the law of reaping, the law of harvest. The law of, the law of harvest uh, that says that whatsoever that you sow, even on this earth, that is what you are going to reap. And so until you sow something, even in the earth until you sow something even in life there is no way you are going to reap anything hallelujah that is the law of harvest and so this morning we are looking at even the law of harvest under the topic reaping a harvest and then the scripture that we read says that you see do not be mocked do not be deceived for God is not mocked whatsoever a man sows that is what he will reap uh, meaning that you see we can be deceived even in our journey of life. We can be deceived in our work with God. We can be deceived in a lot of things that we do. But the apostle is trying to let us understand that there is a need that we become so by. Hallelujah. And so you understand that he mentioned I mean two, three key things even in this verse of scripture. He talks about whatsoever a man sows. So he talks about sowing. He talks about what? Sowing. He talks about whatsoever. Whatsoever. He talks about sowing. He talks about whatsoever. He talks about reaping. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? Let me, let me, let me hear you. Let me hear you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And so when we talk about sowing, we are talking about an action that is taken even for an expectation of a harvest. Taking an action with the expectation of reaping something even in return. Taking an action. When we talk about sowing, we are talking about taking an action with the expectation of reaping a harvest. That is the farmer. When the farmer goes to sow, even on his, on his field, that is his farm, he expects that something will grow even from the farm. When the farmer goes to sow a corn, he expects that with time, corn is going to grow. He is going to get some maize even from the, the, the farm. When the farmer goes to sow cassava, he expects that he is going to reap a harvest even of cassava with time. Hallelujah. And so whatever that we sow, we sow even with an expectation of having something in return. And then he talks about whatsoever. You notice that the writer did not limit it to sowing a seed. He says that whatsoever a man sows. And so the whatsoever there transcends, it goes beyond agriculture. It goes beyond sowing even on a field. It goes beyond having a farm and sowing even on that field. It says whatsoever. And so you can sow a lot of things even in this life. It is not only limited to seed. There are a lot 
lot of things that you can sow even in this life for you to reap a certain harvest. If you want a good marriage, there is a need that you sow into a good marriage. I'm not talking about money here. If you want a good marriage, there is a need that you sow the seeds for good marriage. Some of the seeds for good marriage is very good communication. That is making time for your spouse. As a man, you must be able to provide also for your home. Those are some of the seeds that we sow even for a good marriage. As a man, you must be very energetic and strong. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Sowing good seeds into your marriage. If you want to be very good academically, if you want to reap a harvest academically, there is a need that you are sowing seeds of studies. As a student, there is a need that you are sowing seeds of studies. If you want to be prosperous, you want to be financially stable, financially free, there is a need that you are sowing seeds even into your finances for financial freedom. You want to be good at anything you are doing. There is a need for sowing a seed. Even into everything that we want to attain or achieve in life. People of God, nothing just comes out of the blues. Nothing just happens by just a mere coincidence. He said that do not be deceived. God is no more. Whatsoever a man sows, that is what he will reap. And so you want to be spiritually stable. You want to be very spiritually active and very powerful and mighty in the spirit. There is a need that you are sowing some seeds in your spiritual life. So everything that we want in this life demands that we put in something so that we can reap a very good harvest. Hallelujah. 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 And some of the areas in our lives that we have to sow into, I want us to look at a few areas even in our lives that there is a need that we sow into. The first area of our lives that we have to sow into, even as people of God, is to sow into time. Is to sow into time. You notice the apostle Paul said something in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, the verse number 16. He says that make the most out of every time because what? The days are evil. The days are evil. Hence there is a need that you take time very serious. You don't have to joke with time. If you want a very good life, there is a need that you invest in time. Listen, everything that we demand, everything that we need in this life has to do with time. And when we talk about time, we are talking about the chronos and the kairos moments. That is the time, the moments in which we live and also the seasons that has to do with time. And so in the moments that we live, if there is anything that you will excel in, if you are going to reap a certain harvest, even in your life and destiny, there is a need that you sow time, you sow into time. If your marriage will be glorious, 
Like I said, there is a need that you are investing time, even in your marriage. If you want to have a glorious family, where your children are raised properly, there is a need that you are investing the right time, even in your children. The reason why a lot of children have become vagabonds is because their parents don't have any time even for their children. The Bible says that train up a child in a way that he should go. And when he grows up, he will not depart even from it. And so the time you are investing, even in your children, will determine what your children become even in future. You have started a business. You have a business. You want the business to do well, to thrive. Who pursue business now? What shall see in a year, year now? A cost of a one year so who be nyamre? Adi amasa business now? Who you know? There is a need to invest time into the business. Some of you start one thing, you do another thing. You are jack of all trades, master of none. And that's how you see you 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 are always doing you are doing a lot of things and you you see you you cannot apportion the right time even for everything that you are doing and so none of them is doing well. Listen, men who achieve things in this life are men of one thing. They excel in one thing that they do, and then as a result of the goodwill. I did a little, I did accounting. I am an accounting student. There is something we call goodwill. And that goodwill, with time, it becomes an asset. When you mention the name of our father, Prophet Derek Ojokwaten, now you see the name of our father has become a goodwill. It has become an asset. That is why some people in other parts of, uh, in the eastern region, will design a water and they will design a, 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 a a, a, a logo and put it you know on the water to sell it because of the name of the man of God you see and the man of God has gotten to this point because he has invested a lot of time in the gift that God gave to him he has invested a lot of time even in the church that God gave to him I mean, daddy coming all the way from Kumasi every now and then, even to this place, it's not for nothing. He is investing time in what God has given to him. So if you want anything that you are doing to excel, to flourish, you are a student. You are not investing any time in your studies. My brother, you will fail. He said, do not be deceived. God is no more. Whatsoever a man sows, that is what he will reap. And so if you are sowing seeds of prayer alone as a student, my brother, you will excel spiritually when you are writing exams with the angels. But in this earth realm, you will go and sit in the exams hall and you will fail. Because you did not invest time in your studies. You are a young boy, you are a young girl, and all that you are doing, instead of investing time in the right thing and in your future, who 
Usori aune na mblumba, blumba. Ena mu blumi sisa. Eni insakasia. Your destiny and your future is being wasted. I'm telling you. Listen, if you will become something great in future, it is dependent on the foundation that you build as an individual. If the foundation of the righteous be destroyed, what will the righteous do? It is not only about the witchcraft in your family. It is about how you start your life as well as an individual. You want to excel, invest time. You want to do well, invest time. You want to have a good marriage, invest time. Listen, time is a very precious commodity and time lost is never regained. If you waste all your time on series, those who are selling their movie to you, they will be making money. You are wasting all your time on Facebook, social media, wasting all your time watching football, wasting all your time looking for perms. You are perming, my bet, perming, my bet. And we have not seen anything profitable come out of your life. You are wasting your destiny. What you invest time in will show how purposeful you are as an individual. So there is a need that we invest time even in the right things. Some of us invest time sitting, you know, doing nothing, gossiping, sleeping. Charlie, people who are doing well are not even sometimes when I am with daddy, my, my, my big sister asked me a question. She said that in the prof, on your time, no, on your time, Eda, arrested. Sometimes we can be talking around 2 a.m. by 5. Then Papa has called you. I'm like, in are you sleeping at all? Listen, investing time. The Bible says that a little sleep, a little slumber, before you will realize a little folding of the arm, idleness. Instead of using your time to do something profitable, you are idle and you are you are believing God to reign some manner. He said that do not be deceived. God is no mocked. If you are sowing idleness, you are going to reap poverty. It's in your Bible. Proverbs 24, 33. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arm before you realize poverty has taken dominion over you. The next thing that you have to invest in is invest in your thoughts. There is a need that you invest even in your thought. Whatever you, you spend time thinking about in life becomes your reality. Whatever you spend time thinking about as an individual becomes what? Your reality. Proverbs 23, 7. It says that as a man thinketh, so is he. The apostle Paul speaking in Romans chapter 12, the verse number 2. It says that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The word transformed there means metamorphosis. 
it means that you are changed from one thing even into another and so the way you think can influence everything about your life how you think is very important as a child of God that's why the Bible says that we have the mind of Christ Christ is not limited in his thinking in his thought pattern you must not be limited in your thought pattern some of you have that mindset of mediocrity just if you can change your thought pattern I'm telling you everything about you will change you see your mind is like a field and everything that you feed your mind with it becomes a seed that you are planting even on that field and so with time it begins to grow it begins to grow it begins to grow so you have to feed your mind with the right things that's why we encourage you join prayer meetings at midnight as you are praying your mind is being renewed as you are hearing some testimonies you see it is building some kind of faith even in your mind and your spirit and that's how your transformation is also coming as you are listening to the right music as you are associating yourself even with the right people who are speaking the right words positive things into your mind I'm telling you, if you are somebody who speaks negative, I can never work with you. I can't, I don't, I can't work with somebody who is always negative. Somebody who is pessimistic. Just I'm not going to engineer the papada. Listen, because the more you work with such people and they are speaking things of fear and they are saying things, you know, of, of intimidation and mediocrity, the more you are becoming as they are, you know, saying even into your mind. So you must sow into your thoughts the right things. Think the right thoughts. Read the right books. And that's how your mind will be changed for you to become what God wants you to become. Hallelujah. The third thing that you have to sow into is your gifts. Your gifts. Your gifts. Matthew chapter 25, the verse number 15 through to 20. You know, Jesus gave a parable of the talents. He gave somebody five, somebody two, somebody one. And then the one who used the, the gift well. You must sow into your gift. As you sow into your gift, as you develop yourself, you use your gift. That is how you'll be able to reap a harvest even from the gift that God has given to you. Some of you have the gift of speaking. Some of you have the gift of selling. Some of you have the gift of baking. Some of you have the gift. Some of you is a spiritual gift. There is a need that you sow into that spiritual gift. Hallelujah. 
so that you can become what God wants you to become to be able to enjoy the harvest even from that gift that God has given to you and your gift can only work when you are able to recognize the gift that God has given to you listen nobody is poor I'm telling you there is something inside of you that can make you wealthy and if you are able to recognize that thing inside of you that is how your destiny is going to change hallelujah you must sow into your financial destiny you must sow into your financial destiny I mean God's principle is clear that in as much as you want me to bless you even as you are working hard there is a need that you give so that you can be able to receive he says that give and it shall be given unto you good measure pressed down shaking together shall men even give into your bosom and so if you want to be financially blessed you want to reap the harvest of finances there is a need that you are sowing into everything that concerns kingdom the Bible says that where your heart is that is where, where your treasure is that is where your heart is you see some people say that and unbelievers you know they don't give and they don't do this and yet still they are prospering it's a lie there is no stingy person on this earth who is doing well with riches look at all these unbelievers who are wealthy they give to charity they give to the poor. They are investing in it. They are investing in this. I was watching an American rapper when the, the war in Haiti thing came, the flood, a flood came in Haiti and the guy went about, Drake, he went about giving people dollars. Also, the guy spent over a million dollars just giving to people. Where is your heart? If your heart is in the kingdom and you want to be blessed financially, there is a need that you are sowing even into kingdom agenda. See time and harvest. It shall not cease. Proverbs 11, 25, it says that a generous soul shall be made prosperous, shall be made fat, shall be rich. And the one who watereth shall himself be watered so you want to be blessed there is a need that you become generous be generous give to people and that's how God is going to bless you listen money runs in a cycle if you hold on to money it can never come to you but if you release money like this that is how money keeps on coming to you as you are sowing and you are giving you are also investing wisely some of us are using money aimlessly. Oh, sorry, are they be also in this house? Now, so we can grow for the tunnel. And the week you are buying, you know that you don't even have that amount in your account. You are not investing wisely. Some of the phones that people are using, they have no business using them. I'm telling you. Some of the things that we crave to have and the things that we buy. If we had used and invested soon, even that seed of money into investment or savings, we would have been better off even with time. Hallelujah. The final thing I talk about is that you have to sow even into eternal life. There is a need that you sow into eternal life. Sow into your life. Sow your life. 
to the Lord. John 12, 24. It says that unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and it dies, it abides alone. Romans chapter 12, the verse number 1. It says that I beseech thee therefore, brethren, that you present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable even unto the Lord. Listen, if you want to reap the harvest of eternal life, there is a need that you are giving yourself to the Lord. There is a need that you are sowing your life. And if you don't sow your life, I'm telling you, forget about eternal life. Listen, God is calling us to the place of making the most of the things and the seeds that he has given unto us. You must give your all, sow your life to God. You must sow your all. You are a church worker, you must sow your all. Because whatever you do, he said that do it as though you do it unto God, not unto man. A lot of us have not sown our lives. That is why we find it difficult even giving our best when it comes to working for God in his house. A lot of us have not sown our lives. That is why we are shy even to join a department. Join something and do something for the Lord. A lot of us have not sown our lives. That is why we are still struggling even with certain addictions and things that we are battling with. But this morning, God is calling us to a place of death. A place where we will sow our lives. A place where we will not only sow into time. A place where we will sow into our lives. Listen, if you have sown into your life, you will not take your relationship with God even for granted. I tell you, nothing will be more important even than your time of prayer. If you are a worker and the time that you used to pray, your work time is more important even than your prayer time your work time your work time is more important even than the time that you study the word of God it means that you have not shown your life yet you have not shown your life yet people of God there is a need that we sacrifice ourselves Paul said that I have sacrificed myself and I have died I have died to this flesh I have died to this flesh I count everything that I have even as a loss, not holding on to anything. I count everything as dead so that I may know Christ and the hope of his glory. Listen, people of God, the time is now for us to sow even our life so that God can use us even as he wants to use us. I tell you, there are a lot of us that God wants to really use us like he is using our father. But you see, because we have not given our lives, even as a living sacrifice on the altar of God. That is why God cannot use us. Some of you are watching us even on TV and on every Sunday you are watching us from home. Listen, the reason why you find it difficult even to come to church on a Sunday but you don't have any problem going to the party that your friend invited you for even on a Sunday is because you are still alive to yourself. You have not sown your life. If you have sown your life nothing will stop you from coming to church. Nothing will stop you from the love of God. 
Paul said, what shall separate us even from the love of God? Is it famine? Is it peril? Is it hunger? Is it poverty? Is it needs? Is it sickness? What shall separate us even from the love of God? Nothing should separate you, child of God. If we saw our lives even to the Lord Jesus, there is nothing that can separate us. And at the end, we are going to reap even a harvest of eternal life. Somebody, the time is now. Jesus is calling you. You are watching us on TV. Jesus is calling you even to sow your life once again. You used to be on fire even for the Lord until you stop serving God. Listen, the time has come even to sow your life again on the altar of God, on the altar of prayer, on the altar of fasting, on the altar of evangelism. We must sow our lives on these altars. And as we sow our lives, that is how the glory of God and that glorious harvest that the Lord has programmed, even for you and I, can be made manifest. Somebody lift up your voice and shout fire. Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had. So-